This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 94 of the Healthy Critters Radio on the Horse Radio Network. Healthy Critters Radio is brought to you by Biostar US. Find them online at biostarus.com. On today's show, we discuss how social media and technology might be affecting our animals. In Tigapedia, we address supplements for senior dogs. In Critter Nutrition, we learn about Biostar's new Optimum and Optimum Senior multivitamin mineral supplements. And in Coffee Clatch, we share our favorite shampoos and coat products for horses and dogs. Listen in. Jen here, producer of the <laughs> Healthy, Healthy Critters. Critters Insanity. Healthy yeah. Critters Insanity show. And we thought we'd turn the tables a little bit today. And I am going to lead the pre-roundtable chit-chat because things were just a little bit, well, crazy before we started yeah. this evening. And, and things were going round and round. And the plan changed several times. So I got to thinking about it. The, the our our roundtable discussion is all about social media, and one of the favorite things that people watch on social media are videos of animals of all mm-hmm. sorts mm-hmm. Um, doing things that aren't animal-like and having voices put over them, and people even have fancy programs now that you can make it look like they're talking, etc. A favorite for everybody, right? Who doesn't love to watch right. a oh. chipmunk, you know, singing Christmas carols? In an English <laughs> accent. In an English uh-huh. accent. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a group of gerbils as a Beatles cover band. Wouldn't oh, love that. Oh, God. That's adorable. Wouldn't love that. So I was wondering, when your pets talk, dogs, cats, gerbils, whatever you have, whenever we are the voice of our pet, do you guys have a special voice that your pet uses? So when Wookie talks, does Wookie have his own special voice that comes out of your mouth, Tigger? It would be a her. Yeah, I was just going to say... <laughs> I can't even wait to, I can't, I'm just, I just, I'm going to go grab a beer because this is going to be quite a conversation. I'm going to have no input. (laughs) We're going to run out of time. Okay, good. Go, go, Tig, go. You know, I actually don't have voices for my animals. I just have songs. Right. (laughs) So your, your, your fur family is a musical. It's a musical. You You live in West Side Story. Mm-hmm. I I actually live. I more... sound of music. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Because like... the hills are alive. The hills are the alive. Sound of Aussies. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I and know does, that song. Does each pet have their own voice, or is it all pets have the same voice? Uh, they're different registers. I figured as much. <laughs> as soon as I asked that, I said, oh, they're going to have a different key. Somebody's going to be an alto. Another one's going to yeah, be a soprano. Wookie is a little bit more of the soprano. And then we have, you know, the tenors and the basses. Would you like to share the Mr. Schmoo song, Ticker? Which one? Uh, I think I only know there's one. There's more than one? There's two. Oh, okay. I'm sure I've heard them both. I don't know how to pick. I don't um, know. How do you do, Mr. Schmoo? How do you do, bumpity bump? How do you do, Macaroonie? How are you, bumpity bump? You are clever and you're kind, and you've got a brilliant mind. You are certainly one of a kind. How do you do? 
Mr. Schmoo. <laughs> oh, all- he's got a new name. Oh, no. What is it? Well, you know, Peter's last name is Westberg. Mm-hmm. So he's been calling Mr. Schmoo. Mr. Schmooberg. <laughs> oh, Help everybody out and, sit to, and tell everybody who Mr. Schmoo is. Mr. Schmoo, his real name is uh, Buckaroo, and, but he's a schmoozer. So I just started, I said, wow, he's such a schmoozer. So then it became Schmoo, and then it became Mr. Schmoo, and then it became Buckashmoo, and then it well, became... Well, if, if he's a schmoozer, oh, it must be one of your Aussies, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't have anything else but Aussies. <laughs> In fact, it. Peter, who she's referring to, is an Australian shepherd. <laughs> <laughs> more- Peter, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you have chickens, too. Do your chickens talk? Um, the chickens do talk. But only one of them has, has a name, and it's one of the roosters, and his name is Rooster Cockburn. Rooster Cockburn, of course. Does he, does he, does he carry a, a six-gun on each hip? And No, he does that vocally. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how about you, Patty? Do you have special voices for your pets? I don't. Um, I But my... My Frenchies, they take on voices of their own. Like when I, I mean, I, of course I'm, I was just sitting here thinking like, do I really baby talk them? Like, that's the dumbest thing in the world. I'm sure my husband or my son would walk in and go, are you kidding me? That's all we do. Like, but you know, having two French bulldogs, they sing a lot. They, they make these incredibly hysterical noises. That is like everywhere I. That sounds like pig squealing. Or children crying, to be very honest with you. I mean, there's been a lot of times when I've had people staying with me um, and I've like, okay, I'm going to tell you if I'm, you know, out of the room or if uh, get my one dog, uh, Gavin is an older border terrier who is always howled. He will just in the minute, he just throws his head back and starts howling to the, to the moon. It could be broad daylight. Well, when he does that, then the Frenchies get going. And then when the Frenchies get going, and it sounds sometimes like children, then my one Australian shepherd, Burke, throws his head back in the cutest, most adorable, fluffy fashion. And they're all doing their own. They all have their own little noises with that. I don't have, you know, any. So you have the Mormon Tabernacle Choir at your house. I totally do. And the the funny thing is, is to walk around my kitchen is uh, one corner is like window, window. When you walk around on the outside and they're howling, you just see every one of them in the kitchen with their heads thrown back just to sing in their song. (laughs) So, but that's about it. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, I don't really have, um, you know, I do have like different names for them kind of, but not songs like terror. (laughs) I do not have song. My, my pets do not sing. And that's a good thing. Mm. In, in my case, versus Tigger can can sound lovely and entertaining when, when she is singing well, she's on very, her dog's she's, cra- she's crafty. She, she's crafty, you know. That's right. I am not. But, yeah, my, my, my pets all definitely have voices. So can you do Glory's voice? Uh, Glory's voice is, is, it's a little bit generic. She's, um, what's that? What's that? Where? What? What's that? <laughs> That's, that's what she, that's her, that's her voice. That's all she says. What? Where? Who? Yep. How about your horse? Um, let me think about this. Scooter, our hackney naughty pony is his voice is hungry, need food. He yells everything and he's always out of breath when he's yelling it. Need food. Scary. Oh my God. Scary. (laughs) That's Scooter. And Nigel, who is my oversized tractor, 
of a thoroughbred, he is baby Huey. He's kind of got that, you want to be my friend, please? Please, can we be friends? Pretty please? Can't do that. That's scary. I just can't do it. Yeah, that's that's Nigel. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yes, he speaks slowly. And forever holds his peace. And forever holds his peace. So, uh, if, if your pets, your horses, your donkeys, your dogs, your gerbils, your snakes. Your chickens. Your chickens have mm. their own voice and they channel it through you. We want to hear it. And where can we hear it at? Healthycrittersradio.com. There we go. Don, don, don. Don, don, don. And speaking of communicating. <laughs> our our roundtable discussion for today is, do you think social media and technology are affecting our animals? And, hmm, since Tigger posed this question, <laughs> I'm going to let her go first. I think well, I know the answer here. <laughs> well, I had a rage against the machine this weekend. Hmm. And I, it was brought on by watching a video of a guy testifying on C-SPAN for one of the Senate subcommittees on the internet. And he explained what Instagram and, and Facebook, what they've kind of done to our culture. Like we haven't recognized it, but you know, here was the, the expert explaining that the logarithms of these platforms are extremely manipulative mm. and that it is what it's creating is not only people being addicted to their phones and access to social media, but also to a kind of narcissism. And I, it, it just, it made me so profoundly crazy. And I, I went out to the barn and, you know, it, it, you know, the horses are grazing and there's such peace and there's no phones and there's no internet there and there's no nothing. It's just the horses and I and, of course, the, the Aussie tribe. And I thought back to, you know, when I go into a barn to do a consult, blah, 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 everybody is on their freaking phone. If they're not, you know, if, if the horse is in a cross ties waiting for the rider, the groom is on the phone looking at something. If somebody's riding around and their phone rings, they stop and pull it out of their little holster and say something or don't. But it, it, it's like it's constant. It's all the time. And, you know, people walk down the street and they're looking at their phones. And... I just, I, I realized the other night when I went off and raged against the machine, which actually felt good, when I'm in the house and I'm working and the phone is ringing and I look at, I looked at my dogs and they're, you know, I could almost, they ignore it, but there's that kind of, you know, would you please shut that bloody thing up? Or would you please pay attention to me? And and it, it it phones and social media are, and technology are such a distraction. 
it really takes us away from being in the moment and we rely on them. I mean, I listen, I am the first one to say that, you know, my phone is attached to me and I'm getting to the point where I really resent that. When, when I first started um, selling supplements in the health food industry in 1982, you know, if you had to contact the office, you went to the payphone. Right. <laughs> and then the rest of the day, you were calling on stores, but you were free. And you didn't know everything that was going on in the world. And you weren't assaulted by information and things, you didn't have to get things quickly. And I'm not sure we are really much better off and I'm not sure the animals are better off when we are so focused on on our technology and social media. That's a very good point. I think that um, it's it's funny. You just made me think of something. Um, a couple. This is years ago, and I was showing at uh, in at White Fences, where the Derby used to be. And I was doing. I now, was, for oh, non dressage folks, explain White Fences. White Fences is a part of. Um, it's in Loxahatchee, Florida, which is outside of Wellington, which is really the biggest horse show on the globe between dressage and hunter jumper. And you go down, you know, through a season, you know, for seasons in the winter, generally, you know, January, February, March, and they have a, you know, a whole bunch of shows that go on. And, you know, here I am in Florida and I was going, I don't remember what I was competing, but I, I definitely was doing something, you know, upper level. So it was definitely taking concentration. And on the outside, they rope out, you know, where people can't come near the ring. And I, I was going around and I was overwhelmed by, and I think what started it is a phone ring. And I was like, that's so weird. I can't believe that I'm even listening to that before I'm about to go down centerline. And then I cantered a couple strides more before I went down the ring. And there were three people there on their phones. Now, at that point, it wasn't like it is now. And I couldn't shake the feeling of how sad that was. And, and I think of how that was when, I don't even know if they were texting at that point, you know, but I mean, think about what and how connected we were to the phones at that point. But it, it, I mean, it's, it, it's just, uh, it is disturbing. It's just, I find it disturbing that you can say something like, I want to look at Duluth trading. And then all of a sudden that shows up on my Facebook page. Yep. Yep. And I have, you know, these logarithms, these mm -hmm. algorithms are, Mm -hmm. And the way this guy was explaining it to the Senate subcommittee, artificial intelligence, you know, is already being used by people like Google, Facebook. And they look for um, the mass of people who are, they call persuadable. Mm. Now, it depends on what area you're persuadable. Maybe you're persuadable in clothing. Maybe you're persuadable in animal rescue maybe you're persuadable in certain kinds of dog foods or certain kinds of of shoes or outerwear or political influence whatever it is they track you and if you're persuadable that's what they start pushing in your direction Mm -hmm. so if you're a persuadable consumer and Frankly, I think most of us are, depending on where our area of persuadability is. 
it, it means we're being reeled in. And and it's intensified by the the likes, the hearts. It, it, it's that instant, yes, you're great. Yes, you're awesome. Again, it reinforces the narcissism. And, you know, in reality, when you step away from your phone and from social media, what I consider the real world, which is the natural world, which is the horse world and the, the dog world and the squirrel world, they don't care about how many likes you have. They care about you being present, or I should say, of us being present. That's what they care about, because that's where they live. Oh, sure. And they don't, yeah, that makes tons of sense. So I I, I have really withdrawn, I mean, over a period of time, really since the spring, I've withdrawn heavily from from Facebook. I do nothing with Instagram. I've never Twittered. Unfortunately, my company, due to the way the marketing energies are, you know, Biostar has to be pretty engaged in Facebook. But it, I, I'm kind of throwing See, out. I think there, I think there, Tigger, don't beat yourself up over that because I think where we are getting into difficulties is as everyday people, you, me, and your cousin, regular folks have not learned to differentiate between the marketing machine part of social media and the keep up with what your auntie Harriet is doing part of Facebook or insert social media of your choice there. And we do not differentiate between the two and the system, the social media system is, is designed so that it is nearly impossible to differentiate because that's the point of social media. It's a marketing machine yeah. that can penetrate your personal everyday world. So as a business owner, because we're business owners too here at Horse Radio Network, we have to be engaged in the social media system in order to um, let people in the universe know that we exist and that they should um, hopefully check out our business and help our business grow. Right. But I think you're right. We need to keep in mind there needs to be that balance and understand that social media started out as social media, but it was still a business and it's just now maturing to the point it's finally become what it inevitably was going to become. It, it had each business, each industry, each segment of society has a growth curve and social media's growth curve is, is reaching maturity where it infiltrates daily lives and we need to realize that and act and behave accordingly. Like you said, step away from it. Don't use it as a gauge for your universe. I know I'm by social media standards. I'm, I'm a light player. I'm an amateur. I have a Facebook page. I play on my Facebook page. Don't have any other social media personally, but I still feel a small sense of, letting my friends down if something cool or important or exciting happens in my life and I don't put it on social media. Wow. wow. I don't have that feeling at all. Yeah, I do. It's like, oh, you know, that was so cool, but I didn't tell any of my friends on social media about it. Mm. Yeah. See, I, and I've, so I've been trained that way that it, it's not important and it didn't matter and it's, sh and it's not going to matter unless I get that feedback from, that's friends who are on right yeah right and i and, and i and i and i know i was like you know i know that's not the case but it's still there 
I, I, I think we, we are losing the art of conversation. We're losing the art of picking up the phone and talking to somebody or talking to them you know, in person. In person. Yeah. And I, I really see this with the younger generation. And I, I tell you, my heart goes out to them because they grew up with this. Mm, right. So right. imagine how their brains are now stimulated like all the time. What I cannot stand more than anything in the world as a mother is to go by, um, and I'm not being critical to any of our listeners, but it's just hard for me to see a baby in a, a baby meaning could be four and under with a phone or an iPad. Instead of because my, wow. my my kids played in the dirt. I was at a horse show. Nicest nicest people in the world. Just lovely lovely people. And they, you know, the, their the mom was going in and the grandmother was watching the the baby the kid. He was you know he was walking and could definitely cause some trouble you know. And they just plunked on something on the iPad and put him in the yeah. chair. And I mean Inst- I used to, instant babysitter. Yeah, I mean, and I remember when my kids were growing up and how much I was like, um, you know, I would put a VH, VH, what were they called? VHS. Yeah. Yes. in or something. And, um, you know, just while I was cooking dinner or doing, you know, or doing something. And it it's really hard. I mean, it is hard. But, you know, but for the most part, you know, when I went to horse shows, like I... I mean, I was thinking to myself, what did I do? And I mean, I always had somebody to entertain them or they would cry and scream and it was everything you didn't want to have happen. But it's almost like this whole thing with our phones and how can, and social media too, of course, has made it where we're almost trying to make this world in that regard, like it's got to be more perfect. I mean, you expect, I mean, not that I want to go to a horse show and see a bunch of kids crying. That's not my point. My point is, is that, you know, it is just, it's amazing how much this technology has taken over every aspect of our lives. And, and it makes us so self-centered. So me, me, me. It's all about me and how well, perfect yeah. I am and how perfect my life is. Exactly. And, and how how not, I mean, I talked to a friend not, uh, about two years ago that was really struggling with some stuff. And they uh, said, I eventually uh, just uh, deleted my Facebook account. And I said, why? And she said, I could not stand looking at these lives. And even though I'd look at them and they just could not be that good all of the time, it depressed me so much. I had a disconnect. Mm-hmm. I was like, good for you. So this begs the question, Tigger. Yes. You are deeply involved with dogs and you have dogs that have great training and you're very involved with breeding and genetics and things. How do you think this is going to adversely affect people who want to develop a relationship with their pet? They're going to get a dog. We're going to get the, get the family, a puppy. This process of be training our brains for instant satisfaction and being addicted to that that uh, social interaction via electronic device, how do you think that's going to affect their ability to develop and continue a relationship with a dog? And how can it improve it? How can how can we can get help get away from that and be more involved with our pets? I I think you've got to put the phone down or turn it off. If you've got a new pet or a puppy, especially a puppy. Oh, they, yeah. they, they require, they're like having a, you know, a baby. They require oh, yeah. a lot of, of attention and not just shoving them in a crate. And they're so, they're so actually, they're way more interesting than social media. Yeah. I mean, they're funny and they're, 
they're goofy and they when they're exploring their world and their world gets bigger they're just it's so delightful when they see their first butterfly or ant or squirrel or even the first time they look they look in a mirror or or a a a, a trash can that's got like you know stainless steel uh, like oh i love that yeah i'm very concerned jennifer uh, not just about now, but certainly going forward, the technology isn't going to get less. It's going to get more. Oh, and yeah. I love that I can walk out to my barn where there is no Wi-Fi. There is no nothing except my horses and my dogs. And I really wish it was possible that more barns could say, you know, leave your cell phone in the car. I, I, I think it would be better for the horses. I think it would be definitely better for the dogs if we paid them more mind and 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 learned what they have to share with us, their way of being. And I'm not sure Wi-Fi is so is gonna be long term such a good thing that's, you know, plaguing our bl- brains 24 hours a day. Is it <laughs> I mean who who I mean they say 5G is could be dangerous. Well, uh, I, I suspect that in 1952, depending on the person and the circumstances, television could have been dangerous. I think we need to do a better good, job. Yeah. Yeah, we need point. to do a better job of balancing our life. And as the technology becomes more sophisticated and permeates further into our lives, that's harder and harder to do. So we have to take that personal responsibility to say, okay, we're going to unplug whatever way works for you, whatever right. way works for your right. family, whether it's leaving the phone in the car when you ride or everybody Not turns the phone to the dining room table when you have dinner. Exactly. That's whatever huge. works for you and your family. I think it is important to have the ability to turn it off, whether you schedule it or whatever works, to, to, but to turn it off and check into what goes on in your head and around you when it is turned off because you might find that it's like, Whoa, I'm unhappy without it. I need to, I need to check in with somebody. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I need to get that fixed. Or you might find, Oh, when I turn it off, I find some peace or I find some relaxation or I feel energized. You, you, who knows what it's going to be for you, but to do it and, and see what happens. I think that's important. And I think we'll be better, better pet owners, better riders, because like you said, Patty, you have to be present when you're riding. Mm-hmm. really really do yeah absolutely yeah. so if you're gonna unplug soon or you've decided that you want to lessen uh, the influence of technology and the addiction we all have to our phones you know let us know what you're doing at healthycreatorsradio.com or you know what you could do you could go online and you could look up BioStar's address and write them a letter. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, that, yes. And would that not be fun if you got a postcard on from one of your listeners? Yeah. That would be and great. We will read I would your love postcard that. on the show. Absolutely. That's that would great. be awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> cool. Hedy. Hello, Tika Patterson. <laughs> How are you? I'm being laughed at at the moment by a client of the servant, as though the servant has a job, which is not true. She does not have a job. She's unemployable. Oh. 
This person looks like she might vomit all over her shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you, Hetty? not going to make it. We're nearly in Indoorvina. Well, I'm in the car sulking because my dinner is very late. Oh, boy. Yep. It's going to be a long drive home for everyone, I think. (laughs) Does that mean that you'll be speaking the entire time? Yep. Five and a half hours home. Barky, barky, barky. Oh, boy. Well, you got to make your point. You got to be heard. Plus, what if she gets tired driving? I don't wish to die because she's lazy. Oh, good point. Well, that will keep her awake. Um, does she listen That's to correct. to music or podcasts? She she does, but when she sings, we bark more. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so um, what podcast do you like to listen to, Hetty? We don't actually listen to podcasts. Oh. We don't like the word pod. Okay, so books on tape? Yes, we listen to audiobooks. And do you, is there a particular author you enjoy listening to? We liked the book King of Scars by Leah Bardugo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, six of, mm-hmm. that was called Six of Crows, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, do you like murder mysteries? Do you like We gothic? like lots of murder. Ah! <laughs> Why is this not a surprise? Yeah, not at all. And a heist novel. A heist novel. Oh. Mm-hmm. Six of Crows. Excellent. Aha. So so you'll ride back uh, the five, make the five-hour trip, and you'll be singing the entire time? Mm, barking, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, if I may, Hedwig, we we were discussing the voices of our <laughs> fur friends earlier in the show today. Do you Those ha- are you impersonating them? Those are not real. No, we were not impersonating oh. anyone. We were just discussing the fact that different fur friends have different voices. Now, right. in your case, Hedwig, do you have multiple voices for your servant to enjoy, or do you have the... One voice for all occasions. Well, I mean, sometimes I have a little bit more super ego and sometimes a little bit more id, but mostly I'm just pretty much me. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is good to know. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much, Hedwig. And uh, you have a safe and musically enjoyable ride home. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know always I, get what you want. You want. Oh, geez. Well, I'm, I'm going to be giving your servant some earplugs for Christmas. Mm. <laughs> mm, you might want to keep them for you, really. <laughs> well said, Hedwig. Bye-bye, Hedwig. Bye, Eddie. <laughs> So we are at the Tigapedia portion of our program, and I thought it would be wise, Tigger, to discuss senior dogs and what is a good way to help support them. Because obviously we always think about our young dogs, how to feed them and how to, you know, what we do with them and being careful all about that. But what about our senior dogs? So just in general, senior dogs generally need joint support. 
and there are 50 different million supplements for joint. What's worked for my senior dogs has been green-lipped muscles. Oh. It comes from New Zealand. It it actually provides chondroitin and glucosamine. It's just naturally occurring in the muscles. And I, you know, my older dog, Sabi, in part owes his mobility to green lip muscles. To what go is along, that? What it, is that? I'm writing it, that it's, down. It's a kind of muscle. It's called a green lipped muscle. And it's, okay. it, it, it's from New Zealand. The Maoris, who are the indigenous people of New Zealand, have eaten green lip muscles for years. And okay. they have very low incidence of arthritis. It's, okay. Mm-hmm. What, you know, we, we've talked about CBD. I, mm-hmm. when you find the right CBD for your dog, and sometimes it takes trying different brands and strengths, but I really think that is a pretty amazing supplement for older dogs because it works on homeostasis. And as we get older, homeostasis becomes a little bit more. I'm going to say fragile as in the ability to bounce back isn't as great, come back into balance. And I I think CBD is, is terrific. And you don't need to have a dog that has a serious illness to get the benefits of wellness from CBD. If the dog has a weight problem, you know, then we look at, you know, foods. If the dog has a stress problem, Biostar makes a a multivitamin mineral for seniors that supports the immune system with colostrum and supports the adrenal glands with the adaptogenic plant holy basil because sometimes older dogs experience stress that wouldn't bother them when they were younger. Mm, Okay. Sometimes they become um, a little bit more needy. Mm -hmm. Sometimes change is really hard for them. So um, that's why I put holy basil in the senior formula just to keep the cortisol levels down. Holy basil is an adaptogen, meaning it balances the glandular, endocrine, and circulatory systems. So it's a great everyday plant support. Okay. So with senior dogs, I like to keep it simple unless you've got a really, you know, the dog has got multiple issues mm-hmm. and multiple problems. But just for maintenance, for me, it's, um, I use the hemp biomass for CBD and the greenlit muscle and Optimum Senior. And we put actually the greenlit, mu- we're going to put the greenlit muscle, we've got it together for dogs with the CBD called Trinity. So you can give Trinity an optimum senior canine and you basically got all your bases covered. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Well, that's great. Thank you, Tiggy. You're welcome, Patty P. (laughs) (laughs) And now we're at Critter Nutrition and I'm going to talk about Optimum EQ 2.0 and Optimum Senior 2.0. If you give your horse a multivitamin and mineral, it's possible that your horse's body is not able to process all the potential benefits due to low bioavailability. Biostar's upgraded Optimum 2.0 provides your horse with organic bioavailable minerals so your horse can make the most of his multivitamin. 
When Biostar introduced Optimum in 2007, it was the first whole food multivitamin mineral on the market. In the 12 years since its introduction, the science on whole food has expanded. We now know more about bioavailability and its importance in the ingredients that go into supplements and feed. Due to the growing nutritional deficits in our horses, Biostar has upgraded its multivitamin mineral to respond to these needs by addressing nutritional wellness with whole food and bioavailable ingredients. Over the past 12 years, nutritional deficits for horses have grown. Horses require more protein, but hays provide lower micromineral content, low vitamin E, and sometimes low selenium. Magnesium supplementation has increased because of its varying quantities in forages and feeds. Horses don't spend enough time in sunlight and may not be converting sufficient vitamin D in their skin. With the changes in farming practices, vitamin D levels in hay are not as abundant as they used to be. Vitamin D is required for calcium and phosphorus metabolism. And beyond bone health, vitamin D plays a role in cell growth and tissue differentiation. Soil uh, that many hay and forages are grown in lack organic fulvic and humic acids, which serve to support both plants and our horses' intestinal microflora in the GI tract. Fulvic acids play an important role in nutrient absorption, particularly with minerals. Chemical fertilizers, herbicides, insecticides, lack of crop rotation, and monoculture farming have all contributed to the decline of humic and fulvic acids in our soils. Nature, in all her wisdom, has figured out bioavailability, not only with plants making their own mineral protonates, but also with the whole food matrix itself. Body knows what to do with food and can use it to its full extent. When the nutrients are bioavailable, your horse gets all the benefits. That is why so many doctors recommend that humans get their nutrition from food. It is why Biostar uses organic carrot powder to supply beta carotene and mushrooms to supply vitamin D. It's why Biostar uses whole food. Optimum 2.0 provides full spectrum macro and micro minerals in their protonated form for higher bioavailability. Each of our custom protonated minerals are bound, that is chelated, with eight essential amino acids from rice, not soy. The protonate microminerals in horse supplements and feed bound to soy can have as little as one protein bond to a mineral. In nature, horses receive protonated minerals from the plants they eat because grasses and plants chelate minerals in the soil with free amino acids. Biostar's custom full-spectrum protonated minerals mimic the minerals in fresh forage. Optimum EQ 2.0 contains undenatured whey protein and pumpkin seed meal to provide a complete amino acid profile, including the muscle-building branch-chain amino acids for a total protein content of 34%. Reed Sedge Peat provides fulvic and humic acids that are often absent in present-day soils. These organic acids from reed siege peat can help horses efficiently absorb and use nutrients and minerals. Organic acids are also important to support the diverse colony of microorganisms in the gut. Vitamin D2 is required for calcium and phosphorus metabolism for bone cell growth and tissue differentiation. Our vitamin D2 is sourced from mushrooms, which is important because mushrooms have antioxidants that can defend cells against oxidative damage. Organic carrot powder provides high beta carotene plus alpha carotene, lutein, and vitamin K. 
organic algae meal, also known as spirulina, was dubbed a superfood in the 1980s and is currently studied by NASA to be grown in space as food for astronauts. It provides essential amino acids, B vitamins, GLA, a prostaglandin regulator, plus macro and micro minerals, and the nucleic acids DNA and RNA, which are essential for cellular growth, the immune system, and supporting GI tract repair. Chia seeds provide the necessary omega-3 fatty acids, plus dietary fiber, protein, and antioxidants, including quercetin and camphorol. Celtic sea salt provides electrolytes and trace minerals. Optimum Senior 2.0 includes the same ingredients and blend as Optimum EQ 2.0 with some important additions just for seniors. Holy basil, which has been used for thousands of years in Ayurvedic medicine, it is classified as an adaptogen, meaning a plant that supports the endocrine, glandular, and circulatory systems and supports homeostasis in the body. Holy basil plays an important role in regulating cortisol from the adrenal gland. As horses age, they can become more sensitive to stressors, and holy basil helps the body combat stress. Saccharomyces cerevisiae is an active yeast is an important component of this formula. Active yeast probiotics work in the hindgut to help the horse digest and utilize the fiber in hay and forage. As horses age, their ability to utilize food can diminish, and Saccharomyces cerevisiae can help senior horses maintain their weight. Fenugreek powder has a long history of use as a digestive aid for horses and can often improve the overall condition of the horse. What is not in Optimum EQ 2.0 and Optimum Senior 2.0? No ingredients made from petroleum or petroleum byproducts. Vitamin A commonly is sourced from petroleum byproducts. Vitamin B complex is commonly sourced from coal tar derivatives. Vitamin E as DL alpha tocopherol is made from petrochemicals. MSM is made from petroleum byproducts and methane gas. No synthesized nutrients. No lanolin. Vitamin D3 used in many equine supplements and feeds uses lanolin, also known as wool grease, extracted from sheep's wool then processed with synthetic chemicals to create the vitamin D. No soy. Trace mineral proteinates in feed and supplements are typically from soy. There are horses who are soy sensitive or, or, or who have tested for soy allergies. Now, soybean hulls have very low NSC at 4.3% for sugar and 1.9% for starch. Soybean meal has an NSC of 14.3%. So this is above the ideal NSC of 10% for easy keepers and metabolic horses. Optimum EQ 2.0 and Optimum Senior 2.0 do not contain wheat. Wheat middlings, also known as meat will run or floor sweepings, are commonly found in supplements and feed. Based on equi-analytical labs testing, wheat middlings contain 32% NSC, that is 10.1% sugar and 26.2% starch. Optimum EQ and Optimum Senior 2.0 contain no artificial or natural flavorings and no preservatives. We know you want the best for your horse and we want the best for your horse too. And that's why we reformulated our multivitamin mineral formulas. And we cannot wait for your horse to feel the benefits. Real horses and real dogs are healthier, perform better, and recover more quickly on real food. That's why Biostar empowers horse and canine owners with 100% whole food nutrition, supplements, and feeding programs. 
Biostar products are made at their own certified non-GMO facility in Gordonsville, Virginia, using real fruit ingredients that are raw, freeze-dried, or dehydrated, never cooked, and are free from artificial flavors, colors, soy, corn, wheat, and molasses. The Biostar product line includes a wide range of whole food, horse and dog supplements, treats, and unique artisan poultices that embrace the ancient and traditional uses of clay and plants. Visit BiostarUS.com today and learn about whole foods and canine and equine nutrition so you can make the best decisions about the care and health of your horses and dogs. That's BiostarUS.com. Whole food nutrition the way nature intended. So at Coffee Clatch, we're talking about our favorite shampoos and co care products for dogs and horses. Um, mine's pretty simple. Um, my horses haven't had baths in years. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. And okay. I can't wait to hear uh, us. Yeah. But, <laughs> but if I was bathing them, yeah. uh, I would definitely be using War Horse, I, uh, their shampoo, and I use it on the dogs. But I have just recently discovered something really cool. It's been very dry in Virginia. We, we are a little short of rainfall this fall. And I noticed that even though the dogs get raw and they get oil added in their feeds, a couple of them were like itchy and there was nothing, you know, I went through their skin and their skin isn't dry. There's no dandruff. And I thought, hmm, well, if this were a horse, what would I be doing? So I went and I got a little spray bottle and I put some apple cider vinegar in it and some water and diluted it and sprayed everybody. Goodbye, itch. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and they all smell like a nice salad. Yeah, there was, now yeah. did you did yeah. you just spray them with a mist? Did you spray and rub it in? Did you spray it right to the skin? I need more detail. Yeah. Oh boy. Some of them I just did a light miss because they weren't scratching. I didn't want to leave them out. And the <laughs> others that were actually scratching, I just sort of moved the hair back and squirt, squirt, squirt. Now, did hmm. you squirt everywhere or just the itchy spots? The itchy spots and then over the top line. Over the top. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah. were they, the type of itching they had, was it just that? They're itching there for no apparent reason, or were they itching and then they had the little irritated hair and roughed up and all that kind of thing too, or just the itching? Yeah, there was there was no pink skin, you know, no licking or anything, just scratch, 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 and then they wouldn't, you know, then and then a couple hours later, the other side, scratch, scratch, scratch. Interesting. So cider vinegar. Yep. Now what diluted? Was your, what was your ratio? Fifty-fifty. Fifty-fifty. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to put that in the list of handy dandy things to try for itches. For glory. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, knock on wood, since since we hired the professionals and won the flea battle, glory has not had any oh, good. issues. Mm. But that doesn't mean they won't come back. And that doesn't mean yeah. somebody else won't have itchy issues. Issues. I, I really do think a lot of it is just due to how dry it is. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I, you know, increase their coconut oil Mm -hmm. and they're, they're so good about it. I can just take it, put it in a spoon. They all sit around me in a semicircle and they each take a spoonful. (laughs) It helps the medicine go down. There we go. (laughs) 
sorry. <laughs> 104 uses for coconut oil. Yeah. No, it's, t- what, what, what do we have to, Tigger? It's like, I think it's got to be oh. 3,000. <laughs> Tigger and I are writing a book, even though we've never started the, a single page, but. It's our great idea. It's our great idea we'll from 10 years ago. Retirement. Yes, that's right. So in 20 years. In 20 years, there we go. <laughs> 20 years, I probably won't be here. No, we're not going to. No, you're going to be doing coconut oil stories. No. There we go. We'll going to be, be under doing, a tree. We'll be doing, and it, writing will be gone, and we right. will be doing coconut podcasts. That's right. All on coconut. All on <laughs> coconut. That's yeah, right. that's true. So what do you guys use? Well, you know what I use, Tigger. I mean, I do everything with coconut oil. I mean, especially with the horses. Um, you know, when I bathe them, I you try to. Shampoo. Well, I try to use, I mean, if I don't use Warhorse, I try to use something that's, um, that what I use. Um, there's a couple different, um, companies, um, one's called Tom's and then, oh, um, Maine. yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh, there's another one. I can't think of the direct name of it. I want to say Myers, but I feel like that's the hand soap, which is also, but I just try to do something that's organic. And then I always, and I do the same thing for the dogs that I do for the horses, which um, sh- shampoo wise, I, I will not lie. I don't shampoo my dogs a lot. I let I the, don't either. I just uh, really don't. No, um, I don't either. Yeah. Maybe um, once a year. <laughs> yeah. Whether they need it or not. <laughs> right. Um, but I will I, wash their feet sometimes because you know, when they get muddy and stuff, I may. Yeah, I mean, I'll do quickly a, wash a you know, rinse down couple of feet. But the nice yeah. thing about Australian shepherds is a lot of that does fall it off. Just it just falls off. It does fall off in my house, and that's a whole other. That's why my vacuum is right by the door. But, um, but I always like with the horses. I always um, try to put after I do that. I do. I like to do a little coconut oil rinse on their coat. Yeah, that's so good for their coat. Yeah, so mine's pretty straightforward and simple. What do you do for tails? Me, I still yeah. do coconut oil. I put yeah. coconut. I just dunk it in there, and um, now I will. If I'm showing, I will use um, this stuff called Peppy. You can spray that, or I'll do. I do. I can see the thing. Can't tell you what it's called, but I thought, oh, it's called BioSilk, and it's it's just a st- something that you put in your hand, and it's like a, a, a kind of like a gel, but not really a gel. But it makes. Oh my gosh, I can't think of the word, but it just basically makes it easier to separate the hair and mm-hmm. through it. And I try to, do, I do that. Um, but coconut oil to me does the same thing. It just doesn't last as long. So if I, you know, for like horses and stuff, that's good. But the peppy stuff, you can just like, it just makes their, their tail look amazing. What do you do, Jen? What do I do? I don't, I try not to bathe too much. Right. First and foremost, they sweat a lot here, mm-hmm. which and then it also rains a lot, which actually keeps them clean. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, the, they sweat the dirt out of their skin so it gets to the top of their hair and then they get rained on and it rinses it off. So actually in the summer, I don't have to bathe them that often despite the fact that they're sweaty all the time. But I am rather in love with a coat conditioning product. It's like a cream rinse for your horse because you, you put it on, you mm. let it sit, and then you rinse it off from a company called Equiderma. And it has oh, neem, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has neem yeah. oil in it. And it, it makes their skin so soft and hydrated after they've had a bath. Because both of my horses have a propensity to get dry skin if they get bathed too much. Or if I bathe them and don't put any conditioner on. Believe it or not, Florida, hot, sweaty, all the time. They're, they will very easily get flaky skin. Mm-hmm. So I rather like that. And 
for tails, scooter, I will usually use either coconut oil or um, argon oil mm-hmm. for him because he's got, he's got a very, very thin tail and hair is very dry and crinkly. With Nigel, he's got a tail that just to beat the band. He, he needs to um, donate to Locks for, Locks for Love. <laughs> I, I can cut, I, I bang his tail. He's about 16 too, and I bang his tail just above his fetlocks twice a year because I don't trim it till it touches the ground. Twice a year, I have to cut it back above his fetlocks again because it grows so fast. Wow. Yeah, he's crazy fast-growing hair, but it's very, it's the weirdest thing because it's not dry, but it is very apt to get stained. Now, he's a chestnut, and he does not have a flaxen tail. It's, it's brown just like the rest of him, but his tail wants to get stained, so I struggle a bit trying to get it, get the stains out and get some kind of a conditioner on there to help seal the hair shaft. Uh-huh. And, uh, so far, I found lots of things that make it beautiful and soft to, and easy to comb because it's so thick. But I've not found something that I'm thrilled with that I can get the stains out and then keep them out. Again, I don't bathe them that often. And I'm so that's still if anybody has an idea, write us a postcard. Get right as a postcard. Do not go on Facebook. And, or you can go on Facebook to find us and then get the address. But we want a handwritten we do. postcard. Yeah. Yes. The, the, so the next question is, where do you get postcards? <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Or make your own. <gasps> oh, there you go. <laughs> I, dare I say this? You can print one out on your computer. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You go into any... Tourist trap, for example, a um, Cracker Barrel, they sell postcards in there. Perfect. So if you have some products that you really like to help with the coat and tails of horses and dogs, send us a postcard at (laughs) Biostar US, 1 Cleveland Street, Suite 800, Gordonsville, Virginia, 22942. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks to our sponsor, Biostar US. You can find them online at biostarus.com. Get the Horse Radio Network phone app on iOS or Android by searching for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. For details about today's show, go to healthycrittersradio.com, where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Healthy Critters Radio. Be sure to visit all the great shows on Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. Love your dog. Hug your horse. Feed your chickens. Clean your litter box. Dance with your goat. Slither with your snakes. Howl at the moon. Hang with your hamster. Party with your parrot. Waddle with your walrus. Outwit your otter. Cuddle your cows. Rap with your raptor. Go chipping with your chipmunks. Forgive your fox. While hedging your hog. We also recommend that you rack with your raccoon. Gyrate with your giraffe. Meditate with a meerkat. Uber with your orangutan. Facebook with your flamingo. Ponder with your panda. Walk with your wookie. Yawn with your yak. Twitter with your toucan. Go raining with your reindeer. Dropbox your dragon. <laughs> <laughs>